Hey, welcome to episode 205, where we are chatting about how to manage the holidays, recipe ideas, ingredient swaps, all of the things. Can you believe that it is November 13th and the holidays are upon us? And I just thought, I remember a time, especially when I first started keto, those first like two years, I stressed about the holiday season so, so much. Oh my gosh, how are we going to manage it? How am I going to stay keto? Should I stay keto? How do I plan for all the events? And how do I host parties without people thinking I'm crazy when I serve bacon for appetizers and bacon for the main course? So we're going to be chatting all about how to manage the holidays. If you have questions about today's content, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com contact and ask me. And any of the resources, links, I'm going to be sharing a lot today. It's all going to be in the show notes and you can find the show notes either in your podcast player or by going to ketodietpodcast.com and just look for episode 205 on that page. That page actually has all podcasts I've ever recorded all on that page. So it makes it super simple for you to find absolutely everything. Okay, let's do this thing. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel, and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21-page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working. Did you know imbalanced hormones are generally at the core of all struggles that women face when it comes to our weight? Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get started with the show. So there are a bunch of resources that I want to share with you that are on my blog, and also I want to answer a bunch of questions. So I paneled the Healthful Pursuit Instagram community. If you don't follow me on Instagram, this is where I ask for a lot of input when it comes to the podcast and other most things actually, including life things. So if you want to contribute to the podcast or have a question answered or just yeah, just interact with me. I'm really good on Instagram. You can find me at Healthful Pursuit. So I'll start off by sharing some of the resources that I've prepared over the years to help you manage keto during the holiday season, both Thanksgiving, Christmas, any events. And then I'll get into answering specific questions um, that our Instagram community sent over. So first off, I put together 30 keto holiday recipes with four full keto dinner party meal plans with shopping lists, including a meat-free keto holiday menu, a Christmas menu, a Thanksgiving menu, and a low-calorie menu. So look in the show notes. Again, you can go to ketodietpodcast.com. Just look for episode 205. Otherwise, just head to your player and all the notes should be there. Secondly, for recipe ideas, including a pumpkin pie recipe, because when I ask just about everyone what they need during the holiday season, they're like keto pumpkin pie. I will include a link in the show notes for that. Also, there is a blog post that I wrote on recipe ideas, including a pecan pie recipe. So I'll include that in the show notes. 
And there was an episode that I did last year on how to decide whether or not to stay keto during the holiday. So I will include a link in the show notes for that. That's when we were doing mini-sodes and mini-sodes don't have numbers, which has made my life so, so challenging (laughs) managing the podcast now that we're up to 200 plus episodes. So look in the show notes for that. It's mini-sode 24, but it's not numbered. You will not be able to find it. Maybe on your player if you keep scrolling, um, you can but just look in the show notes. It'll be there for you. And then I did a live video in 2016 about how I manage the holiday season and how I still do it today. It's been about four years that I've been using this strategy and I'm so, so good. So I will include that in the show notes too. Okay. So now that you have all the resources, all the recipes, all the meal plans, everything, let's answer your questions. First one was, why aren't apples keto? And apples are a pretty common, like, especially in the fall, Thanksgiving, you know, in Canada, we celebrate Thanksgiving way earlier um, than the United States. So we've done the apple thing. We've done Thanksgiving. It's so weird to me that it's so different. But apples, okay, a really quick rundown. I don't feel like anything is keto or not keto. It's just whether or not your body can handle that amount of carbohydrates. So when I first started the ketogenic diet, if I ate a whole apple, it would kick me out of ketosis. I would get a headache. My blood sugar would be weird. I just wouldn't feel all that great. And it would take me I don't know, about 15 to 24 hours to get back into keto and to start feeling better. Now, you know, I started eating keto in 2014. I can have an apple and I feel basically the same. And then a couple hours later, I feel fine. I don't have sugar cravings. I'm good. And then I'm back into fat burning. So I wouldn't say that apples are not keto. They may just not work for your body right now if you've just started keto and you have a hormone issue and you have inflammation and you have insulin issues or blood sugar issues, of course, you're going to react to that apple differently. And I think that apples, specifically apples, and I'm so glad you asked about apples, are one of those power foods. I see apples, berries, avocados, liver, and eggs like egg yolk specifically as being like power foods. And apple is really interesting because it's higher in glutathione. You may find that as you approach the end of your cycle, right after ovulation around day 17 to 22 ish, this is probably when you're going to crave apples. So indulge in that apple, enjoy that apple, enjoy it with a peel on, bake an apple. Oh, that's so good with some walnuts and coconut oil in that. And I see that as being such a wonderful whole food treat, specifically during the holidays that just about anyone will love. You can put maple syrup on theirs and keep yours plain and it's just delicious. So I think apples are wonderful if your body can handle them. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. ButcherBox features 100% grass-fed and finished heritage-bred pork and organic free-range chicken. ButcherBox sends you high-quality, health-promoting meats directly to your door on dry ice and free shipping anywhere in the lower 48. ButcherBox makes committing to quality protein sources less expensive and more available to everyone. 
Their prices are hard to beat, and it's challenging to find a higher quality product anywhere in the USA. I've been using ButcherBox for years and love the convenience of a package showing up just when I need it, and their ground sausage is an absolute dream. ButcherBox has put together a super special deal for all listeners of the show. Order your first box and get a special gift plus an additional $20 off. Now, this special gift is so epic that I can't even mention it on the episode today. So you'll have to go to butcherbox.com slash keto diet to check out the deal plus get your $20 off your very first order. Again, that's butcherbox.com slash keto diet to check out the deal plus get $20 off your first order. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Next up, how to make cauliflower mash more thick or heavy. Okay, the biggest piece to cauliflower mash is making sure that you drain the cauliflower until it's basically dry as paper. So what I like to do is rice the cauliflower small boil it for just a couple of minutes. I think it's like one to two minutes in salted water. Drain it in the strainer. Let it sit in the strainer for a while. And it has to be like a fine mesh strainer and just like push down through the strainer and like get as much water out and then put it on a clean towel, like a tea towel, like a kitchen towel and just roll it up in that kitchen towel like you're making sushi and squeeze it and squeeze it. You might need like three or four towels depending on how much cauliflower you're using. Squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze it, change out the towel, squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze it. You do not want any liquid left over. Now when you make your mash, it is gonna be perfect. Also, if you don't like cauliflower, a mash recipe that I really like is using rutabaga or turnips. Uh, That can be really helpful. Even like parsnips mixed with carrots and onions is really good too. So you can have fun with it. But mainly, it's all about squeezing the heck out of that cauliflower. Now, if that doesn't work and you want to still make it thick and creamy, I like to use full fat coconut milk. That can be really helpful. And if you serve it sort of at room temperature, it'll have that thickness. You can also add gelatin. Now you don't want a lot of it because gelatin will congeal and make it so that you have like cauliflower jello and that's pretty disgusting. It's gross. I've tried it. You just need a teaspoon and mix it in with some hot water, then mix it into your mash. And when you serve it at like a room temperature, it'll be perfect. The thing about this though, and I haven't, well, no, that's not true. I've reheated it and it's been fine. When you put it in the fridge, it might get kind of gelatinous. Don't worry about it. Once you heat it, it'll go away. So don't worry about that. Next question is, how do I travel to see family and friends during the holidays while remaining keto? Great question. So this falls in line with the video that I shared about whether or not I stay keto during the holidays. And if I'm out with friends and family, I mean, it's a lot easier for us now because we're, we don't see a lot of humans. Um, So it's pretty easy for us to just maintain our diet and not worry. But if you're around a bunch of humans, it's going to be more of a challenge. So it's really important, at least for me, if I choose to stay keto during the holidays or even, I mean, the holidays last like a month, 
And if you're constantly traveling and go, go, going, I rely on fasting. Perfect Keto has exogenous ketone capsules that I like to travel with, and they're just so much easier, especially during the holidays. I'll include a link in the show notes along with a coupon code. If you use the coupon code HEALTHFUL, all in caps, you can get 15% off your first order with Perfect Keto. So definitely take advantage of that. They're the, they're the exogenous ketone or BHB capsules. I travel with those. It just encourages me to fast specifically during the holidays. So I'll pop a couple in the morning, maybe a couple in the afternoon, and that'll encourage me to fast throughout most of the day. And then in the evening, I'm just choosing the lowest carb options that I can based on the meals that are provided. It is super rare. In fact, I have never been to an event. Actually, that's a lie. I went to a vegan event once and it was kind of a nightmare. Other than that event, I've never been to an event where they don't at least serve some sort of rotisserie meat, some sort of steak, chicken, fish, something. And even if that steak, chicken, fish, rotisserie meat has some sugar on it, I can guarantee you that it's going to be better than having like, I don't know, a pot pie or something. Like you can always make choices with what's available, even if those choices aren't quote unquote the best options, but they're better than pounding back four pieces of pumpkin pie that are going to make you not feel so great. Okay. So fasting during the day helps bringing your own snacks help. So if you're traveling or going through the airport and you just need something, I really like the perfect keto, keto collagen packets, both in chocolate and unflavored. I travel with Paleo Valley grass-fed beef sticks. What else? Uh, F-bombs. Oh, of course. B-synchro keto mana. And that pretty much allows me to stay on point while I'm traveling and going about my day if I choose not to fast. And then again, when I'm at those events, I'm just choosing from the best options. And another big thing, like when I was first starting off with keto and I would go to functions, you know, those like afternoon functions on a Saturday or Sunday and it's like all your work friends and somebody's just hosting a party and everyone's supposed to bring something and everyone brings dessert and there's just like a bunch of cookies and it all has gluten and dairy and things. I would eat before and just say I'm not hungry and people really don't care. Like it's in your head. Like think of yourself for a second and watching other people not eat at functions like that. You really don't care. Like you're just there to show up. I mean, I've always been that way, especially at those work functions. I'm like, oh, do I have to go? I guess so. I'll show up for two hours. Show up with a full belly, say your hellos, do your secret Santa and go home. Like it's not a big deal. You don't have to eat at these events. I think we like stress ourselves out about this so much. Okay, next question is alcohol. Yes, please. Pass me the wine. Okay, so I'm mentioning so many resources and things, and this just comes with time of knowing what to recommend um, and what to do. So first off, Dry Farm Wines. If you go to dryfarmwines.com slash Leanne, that's L-E-A-N-N-E, you can get a bottle of wine for a penny when you get your first collection of wine. I'm actually sitting in my recording studio, quote unquote, I, that's big air quotes because it's literally a bedroom, like a padded bedroom at the front of our boat. Um, but I'm staring at a stack of boxes of dry farm wines. I cannot live without this stuff. I mean, I could because it's alcohol. I could give it up anytime. But when I choose to drink, I choose to drink dry farm wines and I'm not paid to say this. None of their ads or anything are paid. I just love their wine. And I think especially as a 30 something woman, 
and 30 plus, really. I really started to fall in love with wine when I turned 30-ish. It's so great to have a wine that's low sugar, light alcohol. So you just have that social lubricant of just being a tiny bit tipsy, but not overly wasted. I don't get hangovers. I don't get headaches. I don't feel dehydrated after. I like to mix the dry farm wines, either red or white. They're just low sugar, low alcohol, keto friendly wines. And I like to mix them with a little bit of fizzy water so that I stay hydrated. So I'll do like half wine, half fizzy water. I really like the mixture of like grapefruit in there or like the cranberry, um, La Croix, La Croix, however you want to say it, or just a, a plain Perrier, like sparkling water. Delicious. So good. You stay hydrated. You still get a little bit tipsy. You have that buzz, but you're not overly intoxicated, which is so fabulous. If you're not a wine person, what's wrong with you? No, just kidding. Um, other alcohols that are really, really great are the Kettle One vodkas. They're botanical vodka. They come in, I think, three different flavors. I love all of them. Don't make me choose a favorite. And I will use that with some fizzy water, any flavor really, and maybe some lime juice, lemon juice, a drop of stevia if I want. And that's a zero calorie deliciousness. You could also use tequila, although that's not really like a holiday beverage, but I really like the kettle ones and it's like refreshing and you can always holiday it up by adding a couple of frozen cranberries to it to keep it cold and it looks beautiful. I think those are kind of my go-tos. You can always make your own eggnog. I have a couple of recipes on the blog. Some of the resources that I mentioned have eggnog recipes and you can spike it yourself. Totally fine. I really enjoy rum for spiking. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Those are kind of like my holiday tips, but like I would say 99% of us love wine. And so if you are in the United States of America, you should just get dry farm wines. Now, if you're not... I'm sorry, Canadian friends. I know we struggle so much with life, <laughs> but we save a lot of money because there's nothing fun to buy in Canada. That's not true, but it's very limited. You can just go to your favorite wine shop, specifically someone, you know, a wine store that knows what they're talking about. And it's kind of like wine snobs. If you go up to them and you say, I'm looking for a dry farmed, low alcohol, low sugar wine, they're going to know. My default is like a Cabernet Sauvignon from New Zealand. That's kind of my default. They're usually pretty low sugar, at least all the ones that I've tried so that you can also do that. So yeah, that's alcohol. I hope you're really enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. Snap a pic and tag me at Healthful Pursuit or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. Next question. How do I maintain a firm but gentle approach when people tell me to eat their food? Yeah, I think that there's so much emotion. So you have to put yourself in their shoes. They've slaved away in the kitchen for hours and hours making this pie that their grandma's grandma's grandma passed down to them. And now they're saying, eat it. I put so much love into it. My approach always when I don't want to eat something is I'm allergic. I just did an allergy test and I found out that I'm super sensitive to that and it gives me the worst headaches, whether it be wheat or dairy. I'm sure there's something in that thing that they made that you know is not going to make you feel good. If it's a sugar, say, you know, I did a blood test and don't be concerned, but my blood sugar is really high and it gives me really bad headaches and it, 
you know, affects my digestion. And I really can't have that right now, even though it looks so beautiful. I just need to respect my body and honor my health right now because it's a big priority for me. I hope you can respect that. Boom. And if they argue with that, it's kind of like, they're kind of the jerks because you've said like, it looks beautiful, but I need to honor my body right now. I'm having a, not a rough go at things, but like, I'm really stepping into my own with this and I need you to respect that. It's kind of a non-starter. And I've, I've really never had anyone challenge me on that ever. So that's how I would, that's how I would go at it. Uh, next question. How do I stay on track? I feel like I already mentioned that specifically with the traveling to see friends and family. Uh, you can also check out the video in the show notes on the keto questions um, and how I approach the holiday season. Next question is, how do I not feel so isolated when sticking to my plan because food is so communal? Yeah, so there are two approaches. One is join in the festivities. Understand that you're giving yourself permission to connect with other human beings, to enjoy food that other people have created with love and keep yourself open to that space, knowing that you're not binging, you're not going crazy, you're just allowing yourself to honor the holidays and be in love. Okay, that's option one. Option two is make it not about the food. Talk to people, connect with people, hug people, ask them questions, tell stories, get it out of there. Also, you could recommend to your family, you know, when you've opened up all the presents and then there's like that afternoon lull of like, what do we do now? Why not go outside for a walk? Grab the snowsuits. We used to do this as kids growing up. All the family would bring their snowsuits and their toboggans. I think they call them sleds everywhere else. <laughs> We would put our toques on, yay Canada, and go for a tobogganing event. So we would toboggan for two to four hours, up the hill, down the hill, up the hill, down the hill, up the hill, and the adults would get into it, the kids would be laughing, we'd be sweating up a storm, and it was so fun to just get out in nature and have that little break before a big dinner. So you could also do that, like suggest with your family that you do a physical activity, just some sort of activity, get out in nature, make snow angels. Another really fun activity that we used to do is fill up old soap bottles with food coloring and a little bit of soap and water, and then allow the kids to just like paint in the snow. Oh my gosh, so fun. All the yellow snow, laughing for days, throwing it at each other. Just get out and enjoy it. Now, if you're in a warm place, there are tons of other things you can do. Um, when we were in Vegas one year for Christmas, we made sand angels all through the desert. It was so fun. All the different hair that we gave them and I would lay down in the sand and do this, the sand angel and get up and give her crazy hair and then coconut would run through it and I'd have to start again. So there are so many activities that you can do and get out and make it not about the food. And you could start a whole new tradition for your family by doing it this way. Next up is uh, how do I know how to prepare meals for everyone involved? I want to understand how to prepare a full keto meal with a Christmas dinner and all and dessert. Okay, I wrote a book on that. It's a little digital book. You can grab it by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash keto holiday. It includes a bunch of different meal plans, shopping lists, recipes. That's the little piece that I was talking about previously with the 
30 keto holiday recipes, four full keto dinner party meal plans and shopping lists, including a meat-free keto holiday menu, a Christmas menu, a Thanksgiving menu, and a low-calorie menu. So again, that's healthfulpursuit.com slash keto holiday, and I will include that link in the show notes as well. Okay, next question is, uh, why do we fall off keto during the holidays and how do I get back onto it? I think this is very much a mindset. And if you're new to the Keto Diet Podcast, I highly recommend just skimming through your podcast player and start listening to more mindset episodes. I've created so, so many of them. And this is a mindset you are choosing and it's not necessarily your choice. I mean, you've been conditioned and we all have to see food in a very different, unhealthy way. And either we are on plan and we are so successful and rocking it or we are off plan and horrible humans. So it can be really, really helpful to start understanding that you are more than a body, you are more than your eating style. And if you choose to eat with your family and enjoy the holidays, do it out of love and just soak up that experience. You know, as as somebody that doesn't live close to her family and doesn't really have those holiday experiences anymore, you know, I look back at the time that I did have with certain family members and events like the snow angels and everything else that we've done in the past and the tobogganing um, and all the activities, that was a really special time. And I did really soak that up and I do really hold those memories quite dear. And you don't know what the next year is going to bring and who's going to be with you next holiday and who's not like take a moment to just fully soak it up. And I think when you do that and you start to understand just how powerful these connections are, how wonderful your people are, that's so great. And if they are not, if there are people in your family that are super toxic and the holiday season is like the worst ever and gives you so much anxiety and pain, then the better, like it's so much more important to honor yourself, to have a strong practice of caring for yourself. If you're going out with family, I highly recommend meditating beforehand. Get really, really conscious with yourself, aware of yourself, check in with yourself I find oftentimes we fall off the keto wagon, quote unquote, because it's a really hard time for a lot of us to be around people we really don't want to be around and to bite our tongue a lot. And if that's not your experience, amazing. That's so great. But I think for so many of us, it is very much a reality and we eat to numb that pain. So instead of eating to numb that pain, Feel the pain, understand that it is there and set yourself up for success by understanding that pain will be there and it's okay. And to work through that, embody that. I chat about this a lot in my self-expression workshop. I will include a link in the show notes for that. If you're like, I don't even know what you mean. How can I even do this? So I'll include a link in there so you can join us and perhaps even do the workshop through the holiday season so that you can go into the holiday knowing that you're physically well or working on your physical health, understanding and respecting your mental health, reconnecting to your spiritual health in whatever way that means for you, and really staying grounded throughout this period. And if you choose to go hog wild and you don't do any of the work and you end up January 2nd feeling like a load of poo, (laughs) remember that it's okay. It's okay. Every moment you have the opportunity to choose a different thing. And so now that you're conscious to what just happened, just eat the foods that you know make you feel good. And I know that in a couple of days you'll feel great and you can just move on and forgive yourself. 
Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. I don't think I can do the ketogenic diet because I love wine. This is the statement that so, so, so many women have told me, and my answer is always, but have you heard of Dry Farm Wines? They're the only wine club that offers zero sugar wines. This means that you can have a glass or two, maybe three, and it won't affect your ketones. All of their wines are sourced from small sustainable farms. They're natural, organic, low in alcohol, have zero additives, zero carbs. And when you order by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash wine, you're going to get an extra bottle of wine for a penny in your first order. Again, that's healthfulpursuit.com slash wine. And if you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, next up, gift ideas. Okay, if you go to healthfulpursuit.com slash favorites, I've put together like an epic resource of all things awesomeness, keto awesomeness. <laughs> just, just go to healthfulpursuit.com slash favorites. There's a bunch of stocking stuffers and ideas. I also put together a um, shopping guide last year. I put all the items in the favorites guide. So it's all there. You can just click through from kitchen appliances to self-care practices to um, books and snacks and all sorts of things. So healthfulpursuit.com slash favorites. Okay, how do I deal with the lack of interest of everything on the table? Don't eat it. Pretty easy. Bring your own dish. Don't eat. I mean, I, there are so many times where we go to restaurants with friends and I'm like, I literally don't want anything on the menu. So then I don't have anything on the menu. And it's fine. It's totally okay. How do I avoid feelings of guilt when we decide not to eat keto? And how do we decide that? When is it right? I think it's right for you when it's right for you. Like, I don't think there's any like... If you meet these requirements, then you can go off your ketogenic meal plan during the holiday season. Now, <laughs> if your grandma comes to you with a big ass butter tart and is like, I made this for you and butter tarts are your favorite thing and your grandma's like 89 years old and like has her little cute beady eyes and she just wants you to eat this butter tart and you're like, I want the butter tart. Sit down, make some tea and enjoy that butter tart with your grandma. If there's like one thing that I regret in my life. I'm really lucky I was able to actually say goodbye to my grandma. I was living in Montreal at the time and my grandma fell pretty ill and she was in the hospital. Um, my parents were really concerned. The whole family was concerned. I came back to Calgary, flew back. She was back at home. We went out for dinner and she ordered a tiny little Caesar salad and bless her heart, like her teeth were just so gone. She kept chewing on the same little piece of lettuce over and over and over and over and over again and just kept, kept coming out of her mouth and all the salad dressing was gone. And I remember at that lunch being present to the lunch for sure, but like not fully present because I was so worried about what I was going to order. And I remember being hungry, but being worried that I can't even remember what I ate. Isn't that funny? being so worried about the food that I wasn't a hundred percent present with my grandma and my grandma made the most amazing butter tarts. Like, Oh my gosh. When I was a kid, I could eat like oh, at least 20 of them easily in a day. And she always kept butter tarts in her freezer. Like always, like I, I don't remember a time where I didn't open up her freezer and there wasn't perfect chocolate chip cookies and perfect butter tarts. And they were just delicious. 
And when I dropped her off after lunch, I walked her inside and I left. And she had asked me if I wanted to come in to have tea. And I said no, because again, I was stressed about food. Like, no, it's fine. I don't need tea. Leanne, you don't even need to drink the tea. Sit down with your grandma (laughs) and enjoy that time. It was the last time I saw her. I said goodbye. I hugged her. I kissed her. And I walked away knowing that was the last time I was going to see my grandma. And I let food dictate so much of that experience. And that's so sad. You know, that sucks. And if I could do it all over again, that's been my life experience. You know, I can't redo it. And it is what it is. And I forgive myself for that. But if you still have that somebody that loves and accepts you for who you are and sees you and honors you and cheers you on and they want to sit down and have tea and a butter tart just do it man seriously I think we overthink these things and we stop ourselves from living our best life connected to those who truly love us because we're so stressed out about the food so when it feels right and somebody that you love asks to sit down and have something with you and enjoy that something enjoy that savor that moment and yes, food is involved, but there's also that connection. And by sharing that, that meal together, it is, it is a soulful experience. So that's when you know it's right. And I think if you're honoring that space, then there shouldn't be any guilt. There, there's no space for guilt. It's all pure love and connection. Okay, last question. Switching gears. <laughs> What's a keto sub for pie crust? That is a great question, my friend. I've come up with a couple of keto pie recipes, specifically holiday theme, the chocolate pecan pie that's really good and the pumpkin pie that's really good. So again, those links will be in the show notes. Oh my goodness, what a great episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Next up on the podcast on Sunday, November 17th, we have episode 206. I'm answering questions about CBD oil. Guys, CBD oil changed Lexi, our oldest dog's life. She is 17. We were told by a vet three years ago this January that we were going to have to put her down because she couldn't walk and her hips were a total hot mess. I just had this gut feeling that that wasn't okay. And I ordered some CBD oil, gave it to her. And within 60 days, she was running around like a puppy. And that was three years ago. And she thinks she's two years old. She's 17 going on 18 in a couple of months. This dog, she's crazy. So I'm going to be answering questions about CBD oil, when it's good, when it's not, why hemp used to be illegal, all the things, fasting and macro calculations. We're also talking about hysterectomies. So a good collection of things happening in episode 206. Wednesday, November 20th, we have episode 207. My friend Autumn Smith is taking over the show to chat about diet and your mental health. Our stories are so, so similar. She's going to be talking about the chemical imbalance theory, inflammation and depression, GMOs in your mood, minerals and moods, foods to support your moods, and so much more. So I will see you in a couple of days and happy holidays. Enjoy them. Please, please enjoy them. Soak up some of that snow for me and I will chat with you soon. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. 
The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.